All right, we're back on Money Talk. Uh, I'm Andrew Work, and we're welcoming to the show Peter Kim, the Managing Director and Investment Strategist at KB Securities, to give us a view from Korea. Hello, Peter. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Peter, uh, okay, let's start off with the Kospi. What's happening with the stock exchange? Uh, it looks like a lot of people were feeling quite uncertain about the market in September. Not you. What's your take? Um, back in September, a lot of extremes happened. Uh, obviously, the peak of the inflation that spread globally, that led to the uh, interest rate fears. Uh, alongside, the Korean won in particular always had been a pretty uh, strong uh, high beta uh, barometer for uh, emerging markets. Uh, so back then, uh, Korean equities as well as Korean currency was one of the worst performing. Uh, and back then, uh, you know, we felt that the uh, uh, market reaction was overdone. Uh, and year to date, uh, Korean equities and currency has done relatively very well uh, to the point where it's one of the strongest markets. Strongest markets. Yeah, I mean, I had I was having a look at some of the numbers, and I mean, I guess uh, peak was what are we looking at? April twenty twenty one when it hit three thousand. Um, yeah. I mean, and then it kind of and then it's taken a bit of a dive. I guess, like you said, since September, it's been in a bit of an upwards trend. But I mean, are, are we are we on track to get back to those kind of twenty twenty one highs? Um, that's a lot of uh, conditions to be met before we make that call. Obviously. Everything moves uh, with global macro nowadays, uh, not just uh, uh, individual countries' uh, respective uh, uh, conditions, macro, politics, policy, all of them goods melted in. Uh, but I do think that the uh, Korean equities uh, relatively is structurally stronger than a lot of the weaker parts. Uh, and also, I think uh, the recent decision by the central bank, a uh, very important uh, focus where uh, it has held two meetings in a row now, uh, that is uh, certainly helped. And of course, uh, in the background, we have these geopolitical issues uh, uh, happening. Mm -hmm. uh, our president is about to visit the White House uh, this week. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of investors are looking at that for uh, a short to medium term uh, direction. I'm sure the investors on our show are going to be interested in it when we do the view from Korea next week. Uh, but I mean, looking, you know, of course, we always want to be a little bit ahead of the game. Has there traditionally been any movement either in the broader Korean stock market or maybe in the movement of the stock prices of the, of the particular chaebols, especially if they're on the trip? I mean, are there going to be big deals announced, trade deals, investment deals announced that might move markets in Korea that we should be uh, maybe trying to capitalize on? Uh, Korean chaebols, conglomerates uh, uh, otherwise known, uh, has certainly been uh, pro-business uh, since the new president has been sworn in. Uh, and that's after five years of a left-wing uh, government who has really uh, uh, scrutinized uh, the, uh, the Korean chaebols over the working class. So that's definitely been a positive. But I think on this trip in particular, uh, we'd have to focus on the... Uh, the supply chain divide that is happening between the U.S. and China uh, that is probably uh, uh, causing a greater concern. And I think for Korean companies, uh, they'll try to remain neutral as possible. I mean, uh, what country wants to side with uh, uh, one or the other of the two superpowers, right? But um, I think uh, increasingly uh, that uh, neutrality is uh, uh, difficult to sustain, mm. uh, for, not just for Korean companies, but everyone else in the world, right? Right. So, I mean, I guess there's going to be a lot of geopolitical talk about Korea, U.S. defense relations, you know, how much support is the U.S. giving Korea. But I mean, for the business community, 
is it going to be more of a working meeting? They're not going to show up and announce deals that they've already figured out months ago. You know, they're just they're just having the coming out party now. But or is this more going to be a working meeting where behind the scenes they're actually working out, you know, potential potential ways to facilitate trade uh, and investment between the two places? Yeah. Which of those two um, things is it going to be? Big 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 flashy announcements, or is it going to be more working? Yeah, I don't I don't expect big flash announcements. And we actually made those uh, 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 late last year. Mm. A lot of the Korean tables to make that investment into the U.S., uh, which was uh, uh, did have a good positive effect. But this time around, it's more um, getting to the nitty-gritty of the, uh, the short to medium term um, and uh, how uh, the country is going to be uh, aligned. Um, I I think you can see the headline on the FT this morning uh, that uh, the uh, U.S. is going to pressure uh, the Korean semiconductors. Uh, to abide by a ban, uh, should it happen for U.S. semiconductors that by Micron. So you can see that already uh, the U.S. intentions are very clear. Uh, it's now uh, how uh, diplomatically uh, Korean companies and the government can maneuver around that pressure. Tricky business. I know this comes at a time when Samsung uh, announced that their, their their earnings were hit by reduced chip sales. Presumably, uh, some of those sales uh, that have been lost have been sales they would normally be making to China. So, uh, yeah, definitely some pressure on that front. I mean, uh, the Cosby seems to be on the up and up this year. Uh, I know you you've kind of got your famous uh, one classic rule. Uh, you know, famous, uh, I'm sure, in Korea. Now we're going to make it famous on Money Talk. Uh, your one classic rule about the bottom of the Kospi market. What you know, so people don't make the same mistake they made in September. What is what is this rule? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, traditionally during my career, um, if I see Korea satisfy three rules, three factors, I guess, is low valuations, mm -hmm. cheap currency, and uh, low earnings expectations. Uh, because Korea market is a value market after all. Uh, when the va valuations and the currency are cheap, then it's usually the time to buy. And, you know, uh, usually uh, the biggest challenge is that are you willing to weather a short-term downside for the long-term gains, uh, uh, being a cyclical market. Uh, and the Korean mar uh, market late last year satisfied all those three uh, to perfection. Um, since the rally, um, it's not as cheap as before. Uh, uh, but uh, still, if you uh, look at it uh, the, from a cyclically normalized level, mm -hmm. um, it's really a market that you should look at if you have the patience. And that market, uh, I think, uh, uh, probably in the next 12 months. Okay. We'll keep an eye out for that. Thank you very much, Peter Kim, Managing Director for Investment Strategies at KB Securities. We appreciate